Welcome to the SMB Advertising Podcast, where our aim is to help 1 million small and medium-sized businesses to succeed with their advertising. My name is Mike Damjanovic, and I'm an Adline Specialist, and I'm the host of this really special podcast. My aim is really to educate and inspire and to help you that are listening and viewing to succeed with your advertising. So today, uh, we have a very special guest joining us all the way from San Francisco. He is the co-founder and CEO at a company called HockeyStack, which is a SaaS analytics platform that unites marketing, revenue, and product data. Uh, He's originally from Turkey, but he just moved to San Francisco, and he started HockeyStack two and a half years ago, and has now bootstrapped it to over 7,000 companies worldwide. He is really transparent about their entire go-to-market strategy and company journey. Uh, They recently went from 2,000 to over 8,500 followers in six months on LinkedIn by posting relevant and open content more than two times per per week, per day. Um, So, uh, Buddha, a very warm welcome to you. Thank you for for joining us today. How are you doing today? Good. Excited to be on the podcast. Excellent. I guess uh, I should probably uh, start by saying, Merhaba Nisesan. (laughs) <laughs> just to impress the listeners <laughs> that, that was that was so, super uh, impressive man <laughs> <laughs> and that is the extent of my turkish so but uh, today we're going to be talking about touch points which is something that you know a lot about lead to conversion um and this is actually a really uh, hot topic within advertising marketing in general so um i kind of want to start off by asking you to answer a rather impossible question um, because there is a lot of discussion both on LinkedIn and, and, and elsewhere, but how many touch points should or will an average lead need before converting? <laughs> that, that really is an impossible question. It's both impossible to track and also impossible to um, know uh, how many touch points you would need to convert a lead. Our strategy is always to get as many touch points as possible uh, with our content, uh, with prospects, so that they have the highest chance of converting. So my answer would be as many as possible. Um, but obviously, you need to produce content at a really high rate. You need to put out ads at a really high rate with a high spend. Uh, so you would need mm-hmm. to balance your business object- objectives uh, with how much you can get. And uh, what what would you say is the main reason to have so many touch points uh, for each lead? Well, think of this: uh, this guy who doesn't know anything about your brand comes onto your website, reads it, probably doesn't understand it because uh, whatever you sell, you're not able to articulate it properly. Uh, we all know that. And then uh, you expect them to come onto your website, make a X thousand dollar purchase with a single touch point. That's like impossible. You're expecting the impossible to happen. So obviously they will need they they'll need multiple touch points with your brand to convert, and uh, the as many uh, times as they see your brand, they uh, get more and more affinity built up to your brand, and at some point your sale depends on how many times they see you in a positive context. And even your competition depends on that. Like uh, the way you stand out from the competition is basically having more touch points with the customer 
uh, having them read your content more and build more affinity to your brand. So I would say it's, it's the most important thing to getting a B2B sale done. Yeah. And uh, in ter- you mentioned also uh, a high volume of uh, content publishing and um, obviously uh, ads. But do you, do you, would you be able to say a little bit, does, does the quality of that content, does it have to be high quality content or is it just a, a matter of just volume? Yeah, the important point is seeing your brand, engaging with your brand in a positive context. If the person comes onto your website and reads some crappy AI-generated content, they won't see you in a positive light and they won't build up, that content won't build up affinity for your brand. You need to produce content at a really high volume without uh, sacrificing quality, which is really hard to do. And that's why I'm saying you need to balance business objectives with how much you can produce. Yeah. Um, I I remember you uh, actually posted uh, quite a while ago about uh, exactly this, producing a high volume of content. Is there a sort of um, an exercise or something that you did personally that actually allowed you to now post, was it two times per day? I mean, how how did you make that a a reality? So um, for LinkedIn, Posting twice a day, what I do is I go every Sunday, block out two, three hours, and then just write them out all in one single block, which saves a lot of time for me. For blog posts, uh, we had a period where we published like 40 plus blog posts a month, um, Mm. which also takes a ton of time. There, uh, what we did was streamline the entire operation, separate it into like separate steps. So writing the outline is one step, and then finding the resources uh, to write the content is one step, and then writing the actual content is one step, and then editing is one one step. We streamlined all of those, got freelancers on board to do all of that, um, and then basically optimized it as we went, measuring how much time each step takes and trying to decrease that by reducing blockers. Uh, it's basically process optimization, uh, trying to spend less time on higher quality content and optimizing for both quality and both uh, time spent. Mm. That's a, a great, uh, great input there. So um, in terms of, um, you know, we've, we've, t- we've touched on touch points um, and I know that you uh, write a lot and we've uh, seen a lot recently about last touch conversions. Um, are you able to explain what, what this means and, you know, where do you typically see, you know, the most the last touch conversions coming from? Uh, so the last touch uh, conversion is the last ever engagement that a person has with your brand before converting. Um, so we got we get our most last touch conversions from LinkedIn ads, but that doesn't mean that LinkedIn ads is our best uh, influencing channel uh, in the sales cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see, for example, a direct correlation between uh, companies seeing our LinkedIn organic posts and converting, uh, but they still convert last touch via LinkedIn ads. That's the catch. So they, when they come onto the demo, they tell us they have seen us seen our LinkedIn content all around, 
and that's why they actually decided to take the call. But then when the last touch conversion is LinkedIn ads, uh, that is sort of skewing your data. So you need to take a look at the entire uh, customer journey, uh, do multi-touch attribution. Mm. Uh, we had a, um, an episode uh, earlier in the podcast which uh, talked, uh, somebody mentioned that there was 80% uh, of, uh, of the market is actually not ready to buy your product or they're not, they're not there. Uh, and I've seen other studies that say it's uh, some, something as high as 95%. And I guess, you know, being able to um, produce and uh, push out a high volume of content uh, and then followed up by good ads means that when your potential customers are ready to make that next step, then you're top of mind. Is that is that what you guys have seen as well? Yeah, definitely. Um, so our strategy there is to both build product awareness and trust in the company. So we run those two types of ads uh, and that is supplemented by all the content we push out. And like you said, companies are not ready to buy. They're not even aware that they have a problem. So they consume our content, build brand affinity, uh, build product awareness. And then once they actually see the problem in their companies, immediately they think, oh, I saw this ad, I saw this piece of content, and then they're able to convert. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, one thing I want to touch on is uh, I, I have a sales background and now I work uh, both with marketing and sales, but there is a lot of discussion between, you know, the, the terms lead, MQL, marketing qualified lead, SQL, sales qualified lead, uh, and particularly between, you know, sales and marketing. But, you know, how do you guys at HockeyStack look, look at these terms and, and you know, how are you measuring it and, and working with it? Uh, so I'll tell you uh, how we look at these terms, but every company should actually uh, have a different definition uh, for these terms. Every company's sales cycle is different. Their target audience is different. So mm. I'll just tell you how we measure those leads for us is any company that has engaged with us in any form. It does not indicate any sort of intent. It's just for us to be able to record all companies uh, that are in our database and then be able to pick them out later on. MQLs are inbound demo requests uh, that pass through a certain qualification criteria. Uh, so that would be like very basic intent criteria, like looking at a certain page uh, or going through a certain source, uh, a high intent source, etc., etc. Uh, and then SQLs are a combination of inbound and outbound sales meetings that we actually do that we actually take. Uh, and that also has a certain qualification criteria. We sometimes take meetings that we shouldn't take just to be able to see if we need to improve our qualification criteria, but we don't count them in the SQL. So I think the key here is that we incorporate uh, intense signals from our sales cycle into the definition uh, of these stages so that we're able to track our pipeline health uh, in a better way uh, without any exter external like discrepancies. Hmm. So uh, I guess, uh, obviously, like you mentioned, Alan, it differs for, from company to company with the definitions and how they work with it. 
but it seems very much that you you look at the kind of the whole journey and all of the different touch points and all the different parts of intent and then based on that you've you've got quite a good flow there is that is that correct yeah so we're able to track the entire customer journey uh on a single place so we know if an sql has in it in its past uh come from a high intent source so we include that there are quite uh, qualification criteria as well mm. which makes for a healthier pipeline track basically yeah that's uh uh that's really good uh, really solid input there and and uh, so then just to sort of uh to as a closing question i guess um in uh, in 2023 what would you say is your best piece of advice if you have just one uh um for for small medium-sized businesses around the world to implement when it comes to like we talked about touching points and uh in terms of you know their strategy along that along t touching points I'd say, especially in this time, uh, the biggest piece of advice would be to be smart about uh, your go-to-market. Uh, don't spend time on stuff that don't work. I know everyone spends time on this one pet project of the CEO, this one little thing, little ad campaign that they spend a few thousand dollars on, but that really doesn't work. Be able to uh, create the systems to measure the impact of everything in your go-to-market, whether that be in marketing or in sales, and then measure every part of the process and then try to optimize it in a way that will give you the highest cash flow and cash return. Amazing. So just to quickly sum up then, um, it is impossible to really uh, state how many touch points there should be before a lead will convert. However, we can recommend as many as possible uh, so that you're top of mind when, you're, when your lead is ready to make that buying uh, or purchase. Um, we've, we've covered last touch conversions and we've also looked at the difference between lead, MQL and SQL and also got your uh, definition of those. Going into 2023, um, we've got some solid information there and advice and all of this is going to be linked to in, in this episode so Birad it's been really great speaking with you today and uh, I really thank you for taking the time to, to, to speak with us today thank you it's been fun um, as well so for those of you listening we're going to be linking to, uh, to your LinkedIn uh, Birad of course uh, and there's a lot of solid content coming out uh, twice daily and uh, it's uh, really uh, going to help in terms of uh, going into 2023 what we're going to do in terms of generating content and also then measuring um, how how we are uh, contacting and communicating with potential customers so once again Buddha thank you very very much for joining us uh, and take care that's uh, everything for now. Thank you very much for listening and look forward to seeing you next time. Bye-bye.